0: Shooting lifestyles brought to you from the Playmakers Blog Sports Network. Playmakers Blog and the Shooting out is brought to you by Fanatics. Officially license everything with Fanatics.com. Jerseys, hats, T-shirts, anything officially license everything with Fanatics.com. With Sports Fan Shop. Shooting is also sponsored by Liz. Locker rooms by Liz. Get customized hats, customized T-shirt, favorite locals whatever the case may be. Get it at Locker Rooms by Liz. Now. It's time for shooting I <laughs> Sound like sound like some Viking music, don't it? <laughs> yeah. shooting lights out uh ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen how y'all are doing today on this june 6 2023 on the lovely tuesday it's shooting myself. nba finals we gotta talk nba finals we gotta do it Y'all know me, the playmaker down in Southern City, right here in Jacksonville, Florida. Looking kind of rough. You gotta get, get a haircut. I get that sometimes. But we're here. We're ready to we toss some basketball, toss some hoops. But before we dive into the NBA Finals, we know we got some news and news to talk about. So we gotta go all around the hardwood. And to begin around the hardwood, Bucks hiring Raptors. Adrian Griffin as head coach sources say this is back on May 27. Adrian Griffin wins the job to become the next head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks it was something that Giannis vowed for he, he gave his vote for Adrian Griffin and Griffin gets the job uh Nick was, I think Nick Nurse was in line to get the job but Nick Nurse backed out line Griffin to be to become the new head coach. Uh, he was officially announced as the new bus coach on yesterday, on June 5th. Uh, it says here that uh, Adrian Griffin is getting his first coaching job as at the same spot where he started as an assistant. The Milwaukee Bus officially announced Monday that they have hired Griffin to replace Mike Budenholzer, who was fired last month after a first round loss to the Miami Heat. With Perth circle on April 29th, that the Buzz were finalizing an agreement to make Griffin their next head coach. You gotta love it. So he gets the job, 48 years old, getting his first head coaching gig. He was an assistant coach for Milwaukee Bucks. He also was an assistant coach for Miranda league with the Orlando Magic, the Oklahoma city Thunder, before joining Toronto. He played in the NBA, he played for the Boston Celtics, the Dallas Mavericks, the Houston Rocks, Chicago Bulls, and the Seattle SuperSonics when before they became the Oklahoma City Thunder. So it'll be interesting to see how Griffin goes about working with Giannis, Drew Holiday, and his, his Bucks team as they try to get back to uh, being a, a dominant team in the NBA, not just in the East, but in the NBA as a whole. So congratulations to Adrian Griffin for becoming the new head coach of Milwaukee Bucks. That's not all the coaching news that we got. Because as we continue on, the Philadelphia Seven Sisters to hire Nick Nurse as head coach. Nick Nurse becoming the new head coach, praising Doc Rivers in the city of brotherly love. It'll be interesting to see how this works out with the Philadelphia Seven Sisters. Nick Nurse coming down to coach. Joel Embiid, we still don't know about James Harden, but from what Nick Nurse said in his NCW press conference, he's looking forward to finding a way to keep James Harden down up in Philly and not have him go as well. So we can see how Nick Nurse handles that in that regard. But Nick Nurse getting the head coaching job for Philly is a good thing. He's a very good coach. Uh, I think he'll probably get the most out of Joel B, even though Embiid is coming off an MVP season to say the less and that uh let's see what happened with james harden if they can keep james harden and what they can build with james harden okay that's what i'm looking forward to joe legacy haven't found a replacement for him it's a it's a shame that they didn't but nevertheless uh things happen you know things happen and and, you know, you guys got to find certain things to get to, certain things to work out for the Golden State Warriors. They, it's a documentary series that I'm looking forward to whenever they make it about the Golden State Warriors. So that uh, we want to see how all this came about. Cause You know, you want to talk about the dynasty that was built with Golden State with Joe Laker. Uh Well, that, he didn't build it. It was started and he continued it. Then you know the thing that happened this year, during my green and Jordan Poole, along with a host of other things, but it's lucky to see how that goes and whatnot, and we can and try to keep it rolling from there. All right, and some other news that we have. So I'm gonna take this down real quickly. Uh, team USA. I got some team USA news. So Brennan Ingram, Jane Justin to commit to Team USA for World Cup. Two Western Conference All Star Fours, the New Orleans Pelicans Brandon Ingle, and the Memphis Group Justin June, are committed to playing for Team USA in a feeble basketball world Cup championship this summer in the Philippines. Sources tell ESPN. It's going to be interesting how they begin. U- USA basketball executive director Grant Hill and coach Steve Curl are still finalizing a 12 man roster to compete at the event beginning August 25th in Manala. It's going to be interesting how that goes because we got. Pretty decent squad. Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Brand, uh, Bam Adebayo, Kevin Durant. Now you add adding Brandon Ingram, James Jackson, Jr., uh, Jalen Brunson, Austin Reeves, if I remember correctly, uh, Chris Middleton. Quite a few names. Out, um, Tyler H- Hanenberg from the Indiana Pacers. Quite a few names on that list. You know, looking forward to representing the Team USA in a FIBA. Basketball tournament this summer. And trust me, I will be keeping track of that. You don't have to worry. I will be keeping track of it. As most people would like to do. But interesting to see here, uh, some more news to get into that I don't have up right now. Celtics add Sam Cassell to do Mozilla Stab, which is an interesting call. When does Sam Cassell get a head coaching job? That's my main question for that one right now. I want to see that as that. And I think that's pretty much it for right now for around. Oh, yeah. Frank Vogel gets the Phoenix job. Frank Vogel gets another head coaching job as he will be coaching the Phoenix Suns. It's going to be interesting how this dynamic is going to work with Frank Vogel with a defense of as a coach. And how that defense, how his style is going to work with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant down in the desert. As you know, we. Dylan is not known for his defense, he's known for his offense, so is Kevin Durant, but Kevin Durant has shown on him on K- on at times to be able to be a defender. But let's go see how that works, because Brandon Broker, he preaches defense, he talks defense, he tells it as it is with the defense. When he was coaching the Magic, the Magic had one of the top defenses in the league. When he was coaching the Lakers with LeBron James and them, they had one of the top defenses in the league. I'm just putting it out there. And then that leads the question of DeAndre And What's going to happen with DeAndre Ayton? Because is he going to like this call? Is he going to like the fact that Brent is the new head coach, replacing Monte though him and Monte a our patch? It's a lot of questions in Phoenix. I'm just throwing that out. There's a lot of questions in Phoenix. But we shall see what they do, though, because it's going to be interesting how this team is put together with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker as the two heads. And, of course, I'm with CP3 and DeAndre, and then I will bring vocal, and coach this team going forward. So that's that. So that's all the around the hardware that I got for you. When we come back, we're going to talk NBA finals. The Playmakers' blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So wrap your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable. Because Fanatics is the way to go, where sports fans shop and official everything. And welcome back to Shooting the Lights So oh, That's right, get your sports gear from Fanatics and also from Liz Locker Rings by Liz. Let's not forget, get your sports rock your favorite team, favorite hat, favorite jersey, t-shirt, whatever the case may be. Rock it with either Fanatics.com or Liz.com. Now let's talk NBA. Ladies and gentlemen, we are two games into the NBA Finals with the series shifting down the South Beach tomorrow night. Game one, we saw it, 104-193 back on last Thursday. Denver takes game one of the NBA Finals. Aaron Gordon was the spark that played with 16 points early in the quarter. Kelly Young with a triple double, with 27 points, 14 boards. 10 boys and 14 assists. Jamar Murray with a double-double with 26 points and 10 assists. Jamar Murray and Jokic combined for 24 assists. Let me say it again. Jamal Murray and Akela Jokic combined for 24 assists in game one. That's a, that's a recipe for failure if you're playing against the Denver Nuggets. But if them two can't combine for 20-plus assists, that is a problem. That means everybody else is getting off. And you can see Aaron Gordon has 16 he went seven for ten from the field. Michael Porter Jr. with fourteen and thirteen boards. Kade Scarboro only, only seven, but it was effective seven. It was a struggle for Miami in, in Game One. Jimmy Butler only thirteen points, six for fourteen from the field, seven boards, seven assists. Ben Moutibaya was the one bright spot, twenty-six points with thirteen boards. Gabe Vincent had nineteen points, but it's Matt Struce, zero for ten from the field, zero for nine from the field, zero points. Zero. Caleb martin struggling. you only had three points. You were 1-7 for from the field. Game one was not good for Miami. Game one was not good. They was down as much as 24 points in game one. And they only took two free throws. And it's 48 minutes in the game, but you only took two free throws? Miami was not being aggressive. They was not being aggressive. They was not hitting shots. It was a rough day for Miami in game one. But to win a title, you must win four games. Denver won one. So there's three more chances Miami has. In doing so, as I said, Aaron Gordon, I'll give him the spotlight for game one. Came out aggressive, came out bullet, came out playing some bully ball with the Miami Heat small lineup. Got Denver out to a hot start, and Denver didn't look back ever since. Nevertheless, game two on Sunday. 111, 108. Miami wins game two. take And taking this series down back to Miami 1-1. First and foremost, this is the Denver Nuggets' first home loss in these playoffs. They, never, they didn't lose in the first round against the Minnesota Timberwolves. They didn't lose a home game in the second round against the Phoenix Suns. They didn't lose a home game in the West Finals against the Los Angeles Lakers. It took the Miami Heat to finally beat Denver Denver. And in doing so, oh, look at that fourth quarter. 36 to 9, the 25, a nine point swing for the Miami Heat in the fourth quarter to win by three. As you can see here, the Heat, Jimmy Butler, 21 points. Bam Adebayo, 21 points. Gabe Vincent, 23 points. Matt Shoes, 14 points. The Heat starters came to play in game two. And one chain that Eric to did. He inserted Kevin, Ly- Kevin Love into the starting lineup over Caleb Martin. Smart move. You ain't bigger. And Aaron Gordon didn't go off as he did. He only had twelve points, five or seven. He only took seven shots this time. Michael Porter Jr. only five points. Jamar Murray only gave you eighteen points and ten po- and ten assists. Casey Crawford Polo only six points. That Kelly is forty-one and eleven but only four assists. You see that? That's circled in me. That's a circle. That is four assists from the Keller Yogis. That is 10 less than what he had in game one. And he put up 41 points. Miami Heat made it rough. Miami Heat made it tough for the Denver Nuggets. They fought back and forth for most of the game, even though the Nuggets had a 15-point lead at one point. Largest lead. See, Denver on this side, 15. And the Heat came back and won the game. That is a seven-double-digit comeback of these postseason. That is an NBA record, by the way. Miami ain't fooling around. Heat culture is what it is. I need for people to understand this when it comes to Heat culture. Heat culture been built. This ain't nothing new. Heat culture been what it's been. Let's look at it. The Miami Heat, they have three championships. All of them with Dwayne Wade, two with LeBron and Bosch, but they have three championships. The Miami Heat, has been to the final numerous of times. The one time with Dwayne Wade when he was the leader. The four times when LeBron and Boss came there with Dwayne Wade, so that's five right there. And twice with Jimmy Butler, that's seven finals appearances. We're talking from 06 to now. That's a 17-year, and they've been to the finals seven times. Who knows how many times they've been to the conference finals in the East. Heat culture is real. I'm going to need y'all to understand that. Okay, now look at the stats. The Nuggets shot 39% from three. Miami shot 48% from three. Miami took 20 free throws. Not two, 20. The Nuggets took 22. You see the difference? Miami was getting to the free throw line. Miami made sure they got to the free throw line. And they they roughed their way out of game two. When a game is close and it's rough, that's when Miami gets it going. And Miami did not lay down. They kept it going, and they had a business. Okay? They had a business. I want you to look at this. The start of the fourth quarter, it was 75-83, to Deverett. Deverett came in with the eight-point lead. Before you knew it, it went from 75 to 83 Denver to 83 85 Denver in a minute and 12 seconds because you know why? Duncan freaking Robinson. Three pointer, made it a five point game. Jeff Green makes a couple of free throws, gets it to a seven point game. Duncan Robinson gets a driving layup, makes it back down to five, 80 to 85. Troubleshooting for the Nuggets, and then all of a sudden, Duncan Robinson hits another three. All of a sudden, they has got to call time because in a minute and 12 seconds, an 8-point lead got cut to 2. Just that quickly. Uh, by Duncan Robinson. Who scored 10 points in the quarter, by the way? Duncan Robinson scored 10 in the fourth quarter, by the way. And if we go back, he wasn't the only one. Gabe Vincent, Gabe Vincent dropped 23. Gabe Vincent dropped 23 points. And he dropped, uh, I think he dropped about 8 in the fourth quarter himself. So we already know he coaches a real thing because guess what? These two showed up. You never know. You know it's Bamai Bayer and Jerry Butler is the main people. But one day it could be Duncan Robson, as you saw Sunday, along with Gabe A next day it could be Matt Struess, who had 14 in this game, a lot more than from zero. Another day could be Keller Martin, who was the most consistent player in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Boston Celtics. You never know who it's going to be from the Miami Heat because guess what? They all accept their roles and they all are all ready to play when it's time to be called. That is Heat culture. You stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Miami stays ready. Led by Jimmy Butler, who had 21, along with Ben Lina Bobby, who had 21. This is how things go down in Miami. Eric Sposer has become one of the best coaches in the NBA. There's no doubt about it. What he, what the, what the in the in-game adjustment that he makes, the halftime adjustment he makes, and from game to game adjustment he makes is simply remarkable. You got punched in the mouth in game one. What did you do? We're gonna start Kevin Love in game two. We're gonna put Jimmy Butler on Jamal Murray and make Jamal Murray work for his Joker. Does Joker Joker gonna do Joker things? But he only had four assists. And you saw the results. Miami winning. We have a 1-1 series heading down to South Beach. You, you can't make this stuff up. This is going to be a very interesting series. Game three is going to be very interesting. Speaking of which, this is where we are at right now, ladies and gentlemen. Denver took game one. Miami took game two. We're all 1-1 headed to game three. Game three is tomorrow night, 8.30 on ABC with game four being Friday. Same time on ABC. We will have a game five, which will be Monday, June 12th. And then there's there a game 6 there it'll be Thursday, June 15th. There's a game seven, June 18th on Father's Day, if we get that far. But it's 1 1 down to South Beach starting tomorrow. And South Beach is the land of, is the place to be right now because you have this game tomorrow and Friday for the Miami Heat and then the Florida Panthers Thursday, I think Saturday for the Stanley Cup. The Florida Panthers are in more trouble than the Heat because they're down 0-2 after getting blasted twice in Vegas by the Vegas Knights. But Vegas Knights defending home ice. So we shall see how the Panthers respond, just to throw some hockey in there for you people. But South Beach is the place to be this week, this weekend as it's going to be a fun-filled day for Heat and Panther fans down in South Beach. Nevertheless, Miami, they made it a series. Can Denver go on the road and take and take home court back tomorrow night? Or will Miami continue what they did in game two and bring it home for game three and put another dent in the unstoppable four? That is the Denver Nuggets. We shall see because I'm ready for game three. I hope y'all are. So that's all I got for you today on this quick episode that's covering the NBA Finals. Like I said, game three tomorrow. I'm ready to watch. I'm ready to dive in for it. Remember this. Pay attention. This is not going to be a walkthrough for the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are to have to earn this. And because Miami don't lay down for nobody. Until then, I'm the playmaker out right here in Jacksonville, Florida. Catch y'all later for shooting. Stop here. You can't stop now. You gotta keep going. Through all your trials and your tribulations, you gotta keep pushing. Now, finish your camp. Yeah, gotta get it out of mud. That's the only way to win. Who am I? So tune in today's episode. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting Lights Out Masterpiece.